0: You are now listening to the I'm Not Supposed to Be Here podcast.
1: What's up, y'all? Season two, episode two, moving right along. Uh, It's been fast and furious already. Uh, I'm loving it. Uh, I really miss this. It's special feeling that I get when I get to talk to my friends and catch up with people and hear about their stories and get to know them better. It's been great. This week I got to sit down with a good friend, Alex Du Bois. We met a long time ago at Adidas and have stayed in contact ever since. Um, I consider him one of the truest dudes I've ever met. Uh, We've admittedly not stayed as close and and talked as much as we'd like to but it was great to catch up with him and um, hear about his life and he's he's a dad a husband has had a pretty successful career and just overall amazing dude and so yeah i'm excited for you guys to, to listen to the episode but first i need to give a huge shout out to dead happy co I know you guys have seen the new branding and the new logo and the overall vibe that season two has brought, and a lot of you guys have commented on it, and I'm super stoked for exploring what this season holds, and it wouldn't be possible without the very cool Dead Happy Co. It's a woman and queer-owned branding studio based out of Portland, Oregon. Using bold and fearless creative, uh, Dead Happy Co strives to create brand identities that aren't afraid to stand out and make a statement. They are now accepting new partnerships and i know a few of you guys have already inquired about it so if you're interested please check them out at dead.happy.co on instagram that's d-e-a-d dot h-a-p-p-y dot c-o on instagram again huge shout out to dead happy co can't wait to see what we do in the future what's up alex how you doing today
0: doing a while uh, yeah, life's good. I can't complain.
1: I think we talked a little earlier, but it's been a long time since we actually had a formal catch up session and, and and I know we keep in contact throughout the years, but yeah it's good it's good to sit down and, and have a, a conversation with you, man.
0: Yeah, likewise, I feel like the first time uh I saw you were doing the pod, I was like, man, yeah. that like definitely resonates with me. Yeah. Uh, and then you hit me up and I was like, ah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad we're finally having the conversation. Cause it's yeah. Uh, yeah. I like what you're doing.
1: I appreciate it, man. Yeah. It means a lot to me. And as you know, like, I, I I'm very thankful for, for you to come on the podcast, everyone that I've been able to talk to And And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's way, way beyond my wildest imaginations already. So I'm, I'm stoked to to do it. And again, can't, can't thank you enough for, for chatting with me. I know we try tried to schedule it a few times and, I know you you're a bit busy family man now, and and you just started a new job, so taking the time out, uh, I, I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, happy happy to be here, man. And seriously, it's been good to it's good to catch up too.
1: For sure, cool, man. Well, if you don't mind, starting off, uh, telling everyone a little bit about you and, and what you're about.
0: Yeah, so uh, Alex Bois. Yeah, I I guess like who I am. I think the biggest piece of who I am today is I, I'm a I'm a a husband, and a father. I have two beautiful baby girls, one who's three years old, one who's nine months old. Takes up the majority of my time, uh, as you said, a family man. But outside of that, I love sport. I love running, love music, love art. Yeah. Uh, currently, I'm working at a tech company here in Utah. I met Matt out in the Northwest uh, when I was when I was interning out at Adidas during business school. Uh, I've been able to keep in touch with him and kind of the other good people I met while I was at Adidas. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's, a, it's definitely one of the better things that came out of the internship is just kind of meeting good people. So yeah, that's me. I I, uh, I, I think throughout my life, I've uh, definitely kind of, uh, the the phrase I'm not supposed to be used resonated with me, but uh, I'm sure we'll kind of dive in deeper into that. Uh,
1: no, I appreciate it, man. So start, starting right off, yeah, tell me about your experience with the phrase man how does it resonate
0: with you yeah i mean uh, i think i've been feeling the phrase <laughs> for, for most of my life like yeah uh, and i'm sure you've seen that like commonality with most of the people you talk to it's uh and and i don't even remember like uh, the specific times i do remember specific instances where i felt like it at an earlier stage in my life but from childhood like athletics to kind of even in college um, so almost like every step of my career, I've kind of felt and th- said to myself and one one time or another, like, I don't even know if I'm supposed to be here, like looking around at the people that uh, are around me kind of how high performing people are. And it's, it, it's kind of, it's kind of been a common thing that I've felt and like thought uh, quite a bit. So I love the pod because it it, it gives me also, I, I can, I have empathy and I hear like other people. I'm not unique in 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 thinking that, so yeah it it resonates with me on multiple levels and multiple yeah. pointed parts of my life, like career wise like if personal goals and aspirations, and my family as well, like I know I'm supposed to be with my family, but there's definitely times where I just feel so blessed to have what mm-hmm. I have, you know and 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 that's, I guess, in more positive light of thinking, like I, I don't know if I'm supposed to be here, but yeah, yeah. it's definitely a a thing and and, and so, something that I've thought thought throughout my life.
1: Yeah, I think that's again the big part of the the reason why I did the podcast is cuz I thought I was also alone. I was like, man, my life is crazy. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be here. Like I just I, I can't get that phrase out of my head and and then I started talking to people and and telling them about yeah. this idea and that was even a hard spot to to be vulnerable like that, to be thought of as weird or or an outcast because like I'm the only one who feels this way but to hear multiple people be like oh that resonates with me or or I felt that way at one point in my life or another and so then I was like oh wow there's more people out there so then I was like you know what let's all just get together and talk about really? it because until that point I thought I was weird and and alone in that but also to the point about having a family like I think that's also what I want to make sure I touch on especially in the season two and, and kind of going forward is that it's not always considered like a negative connotation to it. I think there's times in life where you take a step back and you're like, wow, like this is my life. Like I'm I'm not supposed to be here, but at the same time, I am where I am for a reason and and I am supposed to be here. I think there's the duality to to the phrase. So yeah, hopefully we can talk a little bit about about both sides. But let's take it to the to the way back and, and tell me. Kind of when the first time you can remember this phrase coming into your life, where you were at and that, how it made you feel?
0: <laughs> I, I, I grew up kind of like a like a chubby kid, you know, mm. like uh, <laughs> and, and I think that did a lot with like my own like my self-confidence. And 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 I think so like a bunch of points throughout like my childhood. I know I was kind of like lack that self-confidence, but one of the most early like m- memories I have about thinking like I'm not supposed to be here is like uh, eighth grade. Traveling football tryouts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh I I just wanted something and and I knew I loved football, like growing up. I love football. Yeah. Um and and I tried out for the football. Everyone tries out for traveling or they help they place you on the teams, you know, and they right. split you up so that the teams aren't lopsided. Or like, uh, and and I ended up making the traveling team, but I was a hundred and thirty-two pounds just over the weight limit mm. and making the heavyweight team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh so I was like the smallest guy, right? But, but like the short chubby kid that's on mm-hmm. the traveling heavyweight football team. And then I felt like they were like grown men that I was playing with. Like these, these dudes <laughs> yeah. with, these dudes with beards in eighth grade. And I was yeah. like, man, how am I supposed to like like even even play, you know? Like right. uh, I, I would find myself during practices just thinking like uh, I don't know if I'm, like, even cut out to be here. Like, I don't even yeah. know how I made the team. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it it ended up being, like, a pretty impactful, like, point in kind of, I guess, what would lead into, like, my high school high school social life, but then also, like, football and, and kind of things that, like, different, like, mentalities I was able to develop. But, like, that was the yeah. first point in time or first memory I can have, like, clearly of, like, thinking, like, Oh, man, like, <laughs> I don't like really fit in. I'm like, I'm like the the underdog in this situation.
1: I remember those days because a certain weight, like you can't carry the ball or there's all these different rules where, yeah, yeah, where yeah. they try to make it fair play. But yeah, I mean, that does kind of mess with your psyche, especially at that age. Middle school, high school sports, like that's your identity. And so yeah. If, if that gets messed up then like your your place on the food chain can take a hit and so it's like high stakes is, is trying to to do the sports thing and so so yeah every every little bit counts
0: i was just gonna say one of the interesting things about like it is like i made the traveling team so like i should right. have been stoked about it right i should yeah. have been like oh man i'm like on the top tier but the reality yeah. or what the way that i looked at it was like Oh, I'm at the very bottom of the top tier, right? <laughs> right like, yeah, I'm a small fish in a big pond. Yeah, uh, and that was kind of like something hard for me to even just be proud of, you know, like the, yeah. the win that I did have making the team, um, because I focused so much on like, oh man, I'm not, uh, I'm not the best of the best, you know. Yeah.
1: Uh yeah.
0: But yeah, it's just it's kind of it's it's kind of interesting now that I'm like putting it into words. Like I think mm-hmm. I felt like that multiple times throughout my life, not just in high school, in a middle school, like a traveling football team.
1: A very good point. Cause yeah, I think the point about that is there's times where we can have like all the things that we need in the world, but then there's one thing that we don't need, or there's one thing that we focus on. And it's like, well, like we should be happy and we shouldn't be grateful, but it's like, ah, but this one little thing is messing it all up, which, which holds us back. And actually one of the interviews that I, I had last week she was saying that they're like limiting. Oh yeah. Like it's very easy to put our, put limits on our own, like happiness, even which, you know, it is, is a very real thing, but yeah, it, it takes some work to kind of get out of that mindset. Um, you see, you talked a little bit about having like some self-confidence issues or, or self-doubt issues. Um, was there anything else that that kind of stemmed from, from that moment in your life that this phrase is uh, kind of crept in?
0: It probably stem is probably coming from like even earlier than just kind of like the, 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 eighth grade football right like yeah i grew up like a a pretty cat like i look back at pictures and and, and, like my friends will see pictures of me like that's you like it doesn't even look like you and like yeah growing up as a kid like what people perceive of you like being called like fat or chubby or anything like that definitely sticks with you and so like as i like from a younger age like as i started to get like into more seriously like high school sports like started to slim out but mm-hmm. like that always little bit of kind of self-doubt or se- lack of self-confidence had always stuck with me through high school but I think like even like to this day like I not I don't I don't I don't have like body image issues like that I that I think I may have like when I was younger by any right. means but like as far as like self-confidence goes there's always like something in the back of my head it's like I'm a confident person I at least I come off as confident but in the back of my head and like personally mm-hmm. I think from even that young age it's always been something that I think about like self-conscious and, and like thinking about like how I am portraying myself or like if I am like capable of, of the things that I'm I'm attempting to do so mm-hmm. uh, yeah I feel very blessed for, for not having like uh having to deal with like anxiety or depression, especially like on the level of other people, but I think like imposter syndrome self confidence like lack of self confidence has always been something that like I've had to deal with yeah. uh and and I think i I think my personalities i kind of deal with it like personally I don't always like not a, like my wife knows like i talk to, I tell my wife about everything, but like mm-hmm. there's definitely even situations where I just try to deal with it myself because I think yeah. that I can overcome it but yeah, yeah. I think I think those are some of the things that that have definitely stuck with me from like yeah. a young age and maybe even like impacted me probably for the good. Like it makes me feel like an underdog and like I need to do I do need to fight harder or I yeah. do need to like put my best foot forward because of that lack of self-confidence sometimes.
1: I think that's the tricky, like the fine line that kind of the mental aspect of it takes because if you, if you tow it too much to the left, like it's all bad. And it's like, oh, I don't have what it yeah. takes. Or you can kind of get into the, that rabbit hole of, of negativity, or you can kind of lean more to the right. And you're like, no, you know, I'm going to use this to my advantage, to motivate me, to inspire me, to kind of, you know, make me work harder and, and kind of either prove somebody wrong or, or prove it to myself that it's right. But it still is like, a it's, it's a very, very fine line that you can, I mean, I go back and forth. It seems like daily, but try to stay more towards the positive and try to use it. And and I mean, I think it's like a, a muscle kind of like the more you do it, the more you get used to being like, okay, well, I've already proven myself right, you know, ten times. So, maybe this is the way that it really is, or you know what I mean. It it takes some, yeah, maybe a little bit of of convincing ourselves, but
0: I, I find myself like like you said, it's like a muscle. Like in almost every stage of life, like it's almost the same phrase the same like thought that you (laughs) have to overcome over and over again right just because you're in a different situation different like environment but like there's definitely things you can learn that i've learned from like each experience that are applicable to the next experience which has been valuable but it's like you said it's kind of like the mindset of like how you approach it Mm -hmm. um even though it will always be a challenge i think for myself uh it's, it's trying to kind of Take the past experiences, uh, remember the feedback and kind of mm. like the the, the growth uh, and apply them in in the new situations uh, for sure.
1: Can you can you talk a little bit more about those learnings and and kind of maybe a, a time or two where you did kind of learn and then use it for the next time you you encountered it?
0: Yeah, definitely. I think like. What sticks out of my mind is, like, any time I've started a new job, Mm -hmm. like, throughout my career, and I've been, like, very, very blessed, very, very lucky and and been given so much with my career. Like, I've been able to work for some big companies, gotten really good experiences, but every time I started at at a company, like, it always comes to to my mind, like, you're not supposed to be here. Like, there's Mm -hmm. all these people around you that are so smart, that are uh, so driven, like, Am I that driven? Am I this smart? Am I this capable? Um, And like, even from like my first job out of undergrad, like I I remember feeling that, but um, I think some of like the learnings that I've been able to take is just like finding people that you can like really trust and confide in and and really help you along and get past that Mm -hmm. self-doubt. I think that was one that took me a little while to learn in my first kind of steps of my career, would have been very valuable um I think and some other experiences there's is like fake it till you make it I guess uh, <laughs> yeah. in, in some other ways like uh when I when I met you Matt I was interning at mm-hmm. at, at Audi um and I was coming in as like a business school like uh I was doing my MBA mm-hmm. so like I was coming in um and in my head it was like man I need to be like top tier talent I need to I need I need them to like believe that I'm adding value. Right. And when in All Reality I got there I was like man this is a foreign world to me. This is like what I've always wanted to work at like a sportswear company. Yeah. Uh but the reality is like I had no I didn't have any experience in product management and especially mm-hmm. in footwear, right? Yeah. And so like uh something that I like had learned and and tried to put is to put my foot best foot forward and like kind of almost fake it till I made it. Fake, yeah. it, fake it till I made it uh yeah. and had those people like our, our, our good friend, Nick, he's like yeah. one of those people I could confide in and he has mm-hmm. helped me along, you know. And so every every kind of step in my in my career, like I experience this, but I'm also able to kind of take the learnings and things that I've done in the past to kind of help me overcome it. And so mm-hmm. uh, you mentioned it up front, like I just started a new job about a month ago mm-hmm. and I'm coming from like this big company. I used to work at Amazon. And they hired me in big part because I had that big tech experience mm. to work at the smaller startup. Right. And even in the last month, like I've had this thought like, oh, man, this is a different world. Am yeah. I cut out for this? These other people are experts in what they do. It's been functioning without me. But the reality is is like I am having to make mental shift and, and kind of bet on myself. Mm-hmm. Because it's like I know, I know that I am valuable. I know that I can can add value. I, right. I know that I'm capable. But it's always trying to draw on those past experiences. And and honestly, like this is very opportune time to have this conversation with you <laughs> because, like, even this yeah. last week, I've thought these things, and it's yeah. good to recall back on some
1: of those my past experiences. It's funny, yeah. Our, our Adi days, because I remember I had just started not too far before you interned, and I remember you were you came to like some of our meetings. You were like, "Man, this is a foreign world," and then you saw me. and You're like, "Wait, they let this guy in?" Yeah, oh, wow. I'm good. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> no, but I do remember because and that in that time I was doing supply chain, which again, like I had done it down in Houston, so I had some experience. But then, like, this was a whole nother beast. Like, mm-hmm. I was out of my league by far. And so I remember I remember you coming in maybe not exactly the exact details but I remember you in one of the meetings that I like was supposed to be holding and you came in firing off all these questions and I was like, "Doug, I don't know." And I was like, Big Can shot, you please? "Dude, please. Uh- <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Can you please shut this intern up because I'm going to get fired. Like my boss is like, "Wait, hold on, Matt, why don't you know the answers to these?" You coming I apologize,
0: in? man. I no,
1: apologize.
0: No. No. <laughs> I was out here. I was out here trying to like, you know, pull yeah, that dude. Offer, bro. <laughs> yeah. you're like, I don't
1: care who I have to cut down to get it.
0: I'm <laughs> no, going to, I'm going to do whatever
1: I need to do No, But it was good though, because, because I was also dealing with like all the imposter syndromes and, and all of that. My, my career took a, a very drastic turn when I was able to get on the marketing side. But I mean, mm-hmm. just, just that experience, not alone, but that experience added to just this whole bigger picture where I was like, man, like maybe I'm not supposed to do this. Like I think I could, mm-hmm. if I really wanted to, but I think, I knew deep down I was like, but I don't I don't think this is for me. And so, yes, I could have like just got really focused and be like, you know what? This is going to be my career forever. Let me let me really take it seriously and really like learn the ins and outs and be really good at this type of job. I, it's not in me to fight, like fight back. Like you you were challenging me and I was like, you know, man, I don't care as much. Like I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to kind of the opposite. And I was like, you know what? Thank you. I don't need to be here. I'm going to go try to do something else. So I I do want to call that out because I do remember that like you, you rocked me with those questions.
0: Um, yeah, dude, coming, coming out of business school, I think I'm a big <laughs> shot, man, like asking, asking yeah, these dude. guys questions. I'm, yeah. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to figure things out. <laughs> I I, yeah, dude,
1: That's hilarious. I, obviously, I remember because it was a pivotal moment in my, in my life and my, mostly of my career because... If if this intern knows way more the, about my, my job than I do, I need to either turn it on and, and figure this shit out, or maybe I need to like reevaluate what I'm trying to do here. But I mean it worked out for the for the best. So I appreciate it. Right. But uh yeah, dude, the the added value part is, is something that you know I I used to struggle with a lot. And and, and yeah, I mean, I, I I feel very fortunate in my life too to kind of work for, for some bigger companies and, and have these experiences and I, I think it's also like over time, I think it's gotten easier because like every day I'm learning something new, whether I want to admit it or not.
0: Yeah. yeah and, and I, I mentioned it like uh, it's also it's, it's like very opportune that I'm talking to you about this now because it's helping jog my memory and like right. remember a lot of the things that I have learned and the things that I should be like remembering in my current situation. Right. Like, yeah one of the ways that i i think that i've always been able to do that is is to talk with people that i've i've built relationships with like in the past mm-hmm. right like right mm-hmm. now is a great example but like yeah. talking to my old boss like and talking about the, the the things we did together the good times that we had the hard times yeah. even like yeah those are th- those are ways that have helped me also kind of recall and remember not not necessarily my self-worth but like some of those lessons learned Mm -hmm. that I should be kind of applying like in any time I ask myself or say to myself, I'm not supposed to be here.
1: I've learned a lot about like, if if you get a job or if you're able to secure an offer or whatever, like you got to just trust that for for Mm. what it is. Like believe that, believe that you're there for a reason, because that was a big thing for me. I always felt like I would put the blame on, the the other side. I was like, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're looking for. They made a mistake. And and just because I didn't actually, the, the more I think about it, I think it, it goes back to like putting pressure back on myself. And I was like, oh, yeah. if I go for this job and I get it, that means I have to actually have to deliver. Like, I can't just go into it. I'm not supposed to be here anyway. So if I fail, then like, it's okay. Cause I was never supposed to be there. It's like, no, you need to, you're supposed to be there and you have to deliver. So I think the fear of failure and having to deliver deep, deep down inside was the main f- factor for me to, to feel this way. Cause I didn't want to admit that, or I didn't want to, yeah, as I'm talking about it more, I think that's kind of <laughs> the the root of the issue.
0: I feel that for sure. Yeah. And I also feel like I'm my own, like, I'm, I'm my biggest self critic. Like I'm right. my, I'm, I'm my own biggest critic. Right. Like, mm when i don't succeed i always think like man what could i have done better like
1: yeah
0: i put it on my my myself which which isn't always healthy it's there's good <laughs> right. good things about it but there's also negative things about it but yeah uh yeah in those situations like if i don't get a job that i'm interviewing for it's like oh man like i'm not good enough but yeah the reality is like maybe it wasn't a fit you know it's, yeah. it's, it's gotta gotta Trust that, trust that like we're, we're at where we're at because we're capable and mm-hmm. what didn't fall into our path is just because it wasn't, it wasn't right for us at the time.
1: We talked a little bit about currently where you are in life and, and how, how you're feeling, but yeah, man, is there anything about the family life that you can, you can talk about in terms yeah. of the, I'm not supposed to be here? Yeah,
0: man. Like, like I think biggest part of my identity right now in my life is like, is my family, right? Like, yeah. Uh I've introduced myself to all these new people that I work with, and like mm-hmm. I find myself the first thing I talk about is is my family, right right? And just for background, I guess like i I think I grew up in like a an environment that I was always supposed to like have a family. I was always right. supposed to start a family even from a young age. It's just kind of the culture I grew up in, and mm-hmm. like i I graduated college. Uh, i i wasn't married a lot of people that i know had already gotten married in college
1: yeah
0: uh has, starting to have kids I, and a lot of my a lot of my really close friends like our life started to uh yeah. diverge because yeah. like they were going this family route and i wasn't mm-hmm. and at that point i was i was like really devastated about it because like that's something yeah. that i've always wanted mm-hmm. um i'm not old by any means like i <laughs> know that people have different different like stages in their life where they do start families but like i I ended up meeting my wife and like uh uh uh, brought an immense amount of joy into my life and and Mm -hmm. like i've only seen that increase as our family's grown yeah and so like, like like we talked about like the positive aspect of like there's definitely nights where like we're trying to get our girls like ready for bed and like my life is like nuts i don't have any time to do other like personal like, yeah. endeavors, but, like, at the end of the night, like, I, I think, like, man, how, how lucky am I, like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I know I am supposed to be here, I know this is my, my family that I'm supposed to be with, like, yeah, but it's, like, man, I'm just feel blessed, like, yeah. uh, beyond measure, like, to have what I do have, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, from the, from the positive side of things, like, I think that's important and super healthy to, like, take a step back, yeah. and and recognize like what we have even though sometimes we don't feel worthy of it like
1: yeah but
0: we do have it right and, and we and we do and i am super blessed to have these three amazing girls and women in my life yeah uh to make me happy uh but yeah i i think that's kind of like the most applicable way <laughs> that, that the phrase like makes sense in my family life because yeah by no means do i think like Oh man, I'm not supposed to be here. Well, Sometimes <laughs> no, I feel
1: like, yeah,
0: who qualified me to be here? You know, like, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: like who who said it's okay for me to raise kids? But right. uh, at the same time, like, it's my 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 joy, like my 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 pride and my joy is my yeah. family, and I just feel really lucky about it. And 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 honestly, like when I do feel like I'm not supposed to be here in my professional life, mm-hmm. like I know I'll always have kind of my family life to kind of hold me up, right? Like, yeah. so it's definitely been a blessing in many ways, especially pertaining to kind of that phrase, I'm not supposed to be here.
1: No, definitely, man. And, and I love that. And like, I, very similar to you, like I I grew up in that traditional way of thinking. So of course, like always wanted to have kids, always wanted to have a family. And, you know, I, I hopefully will be able to do that one day. But, but definitely that was something that I had to think about because I was like, wow, I'm watching everybody around me that I grew up with start this part of the of their life that i want for mine and then like you just feel like you're getting more behind and and untraditional way that that for whatever reason just naturally seems like it's a bad thing but but then having to just remind yourself again like you know my life will is is supposed to be the way that it's supposed to be and and when my time comes to have a family, then it'll come, and and you know I'll know it then, and and really feel at peace with that.
0: I was just gonna say, I think like the root of kind of like not thinking you're supposed to be where you are is like comparison, right? Like oh, for sure. looking at other people and thinking like, man, like they're so smart, or, or this person is 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 so good at what they do. Like mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to be here. Like yeah, my friends, my friends have this lifestyle, this these all this this family life. Like how why am I not there? Like i should be there but i'm not like yeah and it, it's 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 hard to get dude uh comparisons like mm-hmm. out of the way and, and and get out of that mentality because that's kind of how society's built nowadays almost right absolutely um, yeah but if you can, can overcome that it's definitely it definitely is beneficial on, on multiple levels
1: the, yeah yeah i mean the comparison thing is I feel like it's the root of all evil. Like even going back to like when you were talking in my meeting at Adidas I was like well, what does this guy know that I don't know or and I'm like I don't know do yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. But but yeah or like back in 8th grade when you're like oh these kids are are yeah. bigger or whatever and it's like oh like I wish I was that size or that fast or that literally you can uh, you yeah. can put whatever word cool man well Time is precious on your side. So I'll just ask you the last question, which is like all the things you know now, if you could go back in time and, and talk to yourself at any age and and instill in yourself, like some piece of wisdom or, or have a conversation, kind of what, what would you say to yourself?
0: That's a hard one, man. I think like, honestly, like I am the 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 man who I am today because of kind of like the experiences I've had. So like, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to like think back and say, like, give myself advice of what I should do differently because yeah. I, I am grateful for kind of, I'm grateful for the phrase, I'm not supposed to be here because like, it's shaped me into who I am. It's made me fight harder. It's made me kind of look at things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, I guess. Something that would have benefited me, I guess, at an earlier age is just truly trying to like and understand my worth. Understand you're right. you're you're worthy and, and you're capable and you are you are enough. Like
1: yeah. those
0: are things that like I think you can tell someone that's younger, but until they have these experiences, it's right. really, really hard for anyone to to truly grasp that. But um maybe maybe to, to kind of look at that from a different angle is like. To tell myself that like uh you are you have people in your life that love you and value you like
1: yeah uh,
0: god uh god values you and, and knows your true worth like yeah. and it, the earlier and younger that i could be to understand that um i think it would have benefited me because those are those are key like principles and values that i have that, mm-hmm. that keep me moving forward and and overcoming things like uh, like the phrase i'm not supposed to be here
1: that's crazy the like evolution of, of this conversation that that I would have with my younger self because you know even like maybe five years ago I would have used that conversation as like a as like a warning or like as a be like hey man like you're about to go through some crazy stuff like you need to do XYZ differently so to avoid (laughs) like all this like heartbreak or or chaos stuff that's gonna really hurt you. That's that used to be what I wanted to go back and be like, I just want to save myself. But then now looking back, I'm like, you know what? Like you like you said, I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't be the man I am today if I hadn't gone through those things. So I I believe now in this moment that. Like I'm a better person today than I would have been had I had an easier life or Mm -hmm. avoided those big moments in my life that, you know, weren't very fun to go through. But to look at myself now, I'm like, I would much rather have all those things inside me and use it to like form how I how I live life now than not. And so so the other other thing,
0: the other thing I would tell my younger self is to buy an apple and amazon <laughs> yeah you're like hey man uh this is not gonna hurt you just throw us a few dollars these small companies you haven't heard of
1: yeah yeah a little
0: money in there
1: yeah you know uh, no dude it's been it's been so great to catch up with you dude i i, I know we've had one of those weird relationships where I, I i you're a true homie and and yeah we may not you know connect as as often as as we should or as we'd like but I, I think you're one of the the realest people that I've ever met and so yeah I say all that to say we need to connect a little bit more yeah. often or, or, or stay in touch a little bit more but but no dude I appreciate the time this it, it, has been great
0: yeah I hope you know feelings mutual man like it's funny because there's people you come across in life that like you don't I haven't even been able to spend as much time with you right like I had a yeah. summer that we got yeah. to ticket um True. and and like they're just you, they're kindred spirits some say but like i'm definitely yeah. uh value kind of the, the friendship that we have and yeah this, this has been awesome man I've, I've enjoyed chatting and we definitely need to stay in touch if you ever come out to salt lake city go skiing let me know yeah we man. always have place to stay man i appreciate that and, and yeah likewise and if you, if you guys ever come to
1: la or whatever or in town for work or let me know and, and appreciate the time as always and, and and we'll talk soon but uh yeah man have a good rest of the week and yeah we'll talk
0: soon See you,